New week for the cattle trade. The hog market has faded on Friday. All over the grains, the soy is rallying into the day session. Wheat is bouncing into the new week, and corn is off the lows and up 9 to 10. Good morning and welcome to the barn's opening ag market commentary for today, Monday, July 18th. This is Tucker Elmer. First, that opening grain complex commentary from the Chicago Board of Trade. It's courtesy of Brugler Marketing and Management, LLC at BrugglerMarketing.com. Monday's morning corn trade has the board off the lows reached after closing the weekend's gap. December gapped up nearly 7 cents overnight. Currently, the market is 9 to 10 cents above Friday and 2 to 4 cents up from the open. Front with corn futures ended the Friday session mixed as both September and September 2023 went home fractionally lower to 1.5 to 2 and 3 quarter cent gains for the other nearby contracts. NOAA's updated five day QPF shows this week is going to see limited rain. Iowa will catch some as well as southwestern Kansas, but both as less than an inch. Ohio and Indiana will also catch some, though also less than an inch. Residual rains as a system moves through the southeast United States and eastern coast. Meanwhile, beans gapped higher at the overnight open Sunday evening, but had since filled it. Currently this morning, the market is double-digits higher on 30-cent gains of as much as 2.4%. Meal prices are up 1.3%, and bean oil is trading 3.2% higher. The soybean futures market was mostly firmer into the weekend, though the August and September contracts were red at the bell. In the products, the board was mixed going into Friday. Meal closed 1.8% to 2.5% in the red, while bean oil futures were 3.3% to 4.4% higher. Egypt issued an international tender for 3,000 metric ton of soy oil and 1,000 metric ton of sunflower oil for August delivery. China will release 500,000 metric ton of state reserve soybeans via auction on Friday the 22nd. NOPA members reported a June crush of 164.77 million bushels. The trade average guess was close at 164.48, and it compares to the 152.4 million bushels last year. Soybean oil stocks were 1.767 billion pounds. Elsewhere in the grains, overnight wheat action has the board up by double digits into the new week. The downward slide in the wheat continued into the weekend with the board dropping another double digits on Friday. Chicago Board of Trade soft red winter futures closed the last trading day of the week with 15.5 to 19.5 cent losses. For the week, September soft red winter pulled back $1.14.75 off the premium to levels not seen since early February. Kansas City wheat futures closed with 3 to 11 and a quarter cent losses. September was down by $1.08 and a quarter cents from Friday to Friday. September's year-to-date range has been $6.13 and three quarter cents. Minneapolis wheat futures went home firmer with gains in the deferred months. At the bell, spring wheat was within three and three quarter cents of Thursday's settle. Russia's ag ministry estimates 20 million metric ton of 22-23 grain has been harvested to date. That included a 15.5 million metric ton of wheat. France's ag ministry reported that the French wheat crop reached 50 harvested. Coming up, a look at the livestock complex is just ahead. Stay tuned. Not all soils are created equal. To a farmer, that's nothing new. Different parts of your field yield differently. Advertising shares lots of similarities. There are more choices than ever about where to put your advertising dollars. A recent survey shows farmers rely on radio for their ag news almost twice as much as online or social media. To use another metaphor, farm radio is the best soil for planting those seeds of advertising. Brought to you by the National Association of Farm Broadcasting. Every spring for the past 25 years, Premier Farm Credit has issued checks to our members for their portion of the cash patronage dividend. And the checks are significant. We've returned nearly $74 million during this time frame. It's just one of the benefits of being part of a member-owned lending cooperative focused on supporting agriculture and rural communities today and tomorrow. Premier Farm Credit, the gold standard. 
Kit Carson County, home to some of Colorado's finest and prime farmland. Now's your chance with Hall & Hall Auctions to purchase over 800 acres offered in five separate tracks and combinations on Tuesday, August 9th at 1 p.m. For more details and information, you can contact Scott Schumann of Hall & Hall Auctions at 970-716-2120. Good morning, this is Tyler Canote of the Livestock Exchange in Brush, Colorado. Upcoming this week at the auction, we'll be having a regular sale, selling all classes of cattle on Thursday, starting at 9 a.m. on Way Up Cows, Bulls, and Heverettes, with bred cows and pairs to sell at 1 o'clock, and stocker and feeder cattle to follow. For more information on this or any upcoming sales, you can always call the office at 970-842-5115, or you can always visit our website at livestockexchange.org. Welcome back inside the barn. Now to this morning's opening livestock complex commentary from Chicago Mercantile Exchange. It's courtesy once again by Brugler Marketing and Management LLC at BruglerMarketing.com. Frontman fat cattle futures went into the weekend with Friday losses of 37 to 70 cents after a strong start for the week. From Friday to Friday, August was 97 cents higher on a $4.53 range. Feeder cattle also faded into the weekend with losses of 97 cents to $2.55. Cash trade so far for last week had been $137 in the south and from $144 to $145 in the north. The Sammy Feeder Cattle Index for July 13th was up $1.75 to $174.05. USDA's wholesale box beef prices were mixed in the afternoon report as choice was up by $1.16 and select was $0.12 cents weaker. Federal inspected cattle slaughter for the week through Saturday was 677,000 head, which was up 27,000 head year to year. USDA had the year-to-date estimate at 18.152 million head, 1.2% above last year's pace. And finally, the August hog futures contract extended the premium to other nearby contracts after closing 25 cents in the black. The back months faded as much as 97 cents. July hogs expired at $114.90. USDA's national average base hog price for Friday morning was $3.40 weaker to $115.27. The Sammy Lean Hog Index for July 13th was up by $0.57 cents to $113.39. Pork cutout futures were also mixed with a $0.50 to $0.90 cent gain in the nearbys and $0.67 to $0.82 cent losses in the other front months. USDA's National Pork Carcass Cutout Value for Friday was up by $3.67 to $122.18. The week's federally inspected hog slaughter was estimated at 2.255 million head through Saturday, compared to the 2.288 million head two weeks ago. The year-to-date hog slaughter trails last year's pace by 3.9% with 66.6 million head. Today's opening ag market commentary is once again provided courtesy of Brugler Marketing and Management LLC at BrugglerMarketing.com. As always, for more information on the ag markets and more ag news, you can find it online at barnmedia.net. Have a marvelous Monday, and thanks for making the barn part of it. <laughs>